Welcome to All Talk Oncology. I'm your host, Kenny Perkins, a.k.a. The Cancer Guy. Hello, hello, hello. This is Kenny Perkins, a.k.a. Your Cancer Guy. And today, as always, we have another phenomenal guest. For this guest, we travel to Budapest. Yes, this person here is uh, no doubt an amazing individual who I believe you're going to all love. Uh, a wonderful smile and just a full full of fight and life in her. And it's amazing. And so I want to introduce you to her. We're talking to Anna Tower Kavetsky. Please bring her to the show. Hello, Anna. Hi, Kenny. Thank you so much for having me. It's an honor. Yes. Well, thank you so much for joining us here, Anna. You know, sure. And you know, Budapest, it's a it's quite a journey away from from the US, right? Yeah, it's actually like 6,000 miles. Goodness. <laughs> yeah. You know, let me ask you, Anna, what, what were you doing out in Budapest? Like, what, did, what is your profession and what did you do out there? Okay, so I, I born there. I'm Hungarian, actually. And I worked in uh, public relations and communications. And I just moved to the U.S., to Colorado last summer to marry my husband. And since then, I'm, I'm living in Colorado. Yes. Well, welcome to the U.S. now. Thank you so much. Yeah, it's so amazing. I'm already a green card holder and, and it's such a happiness after oh, a year. Yes. You know, Anna, you, you, your smile brights up a room for sure. You know, and it's, it's, it's nice to, it's nice to have you on here to tell your story, you know, because so many people that are dealing with cancer uh, don't, don't want to talk about it. You know, it's scary. You know, some, some feel that it's embarrassing and if you guys are all wondering, I didn't even get into uh, the type of cancer she has. It's a, it's a leukemia. Uh, it's acute uh, lymphoblastic uh, leukemia. Is that, is that correct, Anna? Yeah, that's correct. Yeah. That's it. So when you're fighting a type of cancer, it's a blood, blood disease. You know, it's, it's a little different in their approach. So we're going to talk to Anna about that. But before we jump in, just jump in that way, just, you know, Life before, Anna, like, you know, you talked about you're in PR, public relations. How was that for you? I mean, is, was that your passion? Um, I could say, yeah, it was kind of a passion. I worked in different companies, both like client size, uh, side and, and agency side. And I was also a lecturer at the university, at the Hungarian University. And I really liked it. I really liked it. And Actually, I have a job here in the in the in the U.S. where I work for a, for a nonprofit uh, as a communication specialist, and I really love that too. Um, besides that, I I had like a really active life. I really like doing workout and you know eating healthy, and I really love traveling. Um, that was also like really like you know, like shocking when I get the diagnosis because I always saw that, no, I, I cancer and me, it's, it's, it just cannot happen, you know? And, and since then I realized that it can happen to anyone. Mm-hmm. Nothing matters actually. Mm-hmm. And right now it's like, I'm, I'm glad we are talking now because it's, it's September blood cancer awareness month. And that's also why I like to talk about it. And I, I, I'm very active on social media and I think I, I honestly share my journey with everyone because I want people to know it. I want people to go for checkups if they feel odd, or even if not, just to go, you know, yearly checkups. And and I want people to know what it is. Because in the US, uh, 
I think in every three minutes, a person is diagnosed with blood cancer, which is crazy. Yeah. Those numbers are picking up, unfortunately, right? Yeah. Yeah. So to be able to have someone like you and as an advocate, you know, someone who's going through it, you know, we, we appreciate that so much because it, we need more awareness out here. And so here we go, you know, Anna is out here. She, she loves fitness. She's, you know, working out and staying healthy and, you know, living life. And then you come, you, you meet a wonderful man out here from what I'm understanding and you get married, like you fall in love, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, um, we just started our life. I just got my work permit. I started to work. Um, and yeah, a couple, a few days before, before Christmas, before last Christmas, I was diagnosed. And, um, actually I, I had symptoms, but it was only the, the last week, uh, before the diagnosis. So it was kind of like, it's an acute, acute, uh, leukemia. And oftentimes it can, you know, the, the, the bad cells in your body can grow from like in five weeks from like 0% to like 90 or something like that. And, um, and I think that that's what happened with me too, because I had only symptoms for a week and then I, thanks God, I went to the urgent care on a Sunday and, um, and they were amazing. They did a full blood panel and then, um, the local ER called me on a Sunday night that, uh, that I have to be there in an hour and I should pack a bag and my husband should come with me. And then I went there and five, five minutes later, they told me that it's 80% that it's leukemia. Wow. Yeah. So at that night I was elected to Denver where I am right now. It's a six hour drive uh, from Durango where we were living. So I was airlifted here. And, um, and two days later we, we started the chemotherapy. They said, I don't really have too much time to, to wait or, you know, freeze eggs or something like that. Um, I might cannot have child in the future. We don't know yet. So, yeah, we started chemotherapy and it's been eight and a half months. Wow. And I tell you, you don't talk about that as a, a whirlwind, right? I mean, that's just a 180 degree turn right away, right? Well, it really is a 360. You're like, what just happened? And so... How do you, I mean, there's no preparing for that. And I'm like, how do you, how did you get into a mental space where you can go to, or were you just going through the process in shock? Um, so obviously it was a shock. You, no one can prepare for it. It's like, it's just happening. So like surprisingly, you know, out of the blue. Um, so it's kind of crazy. And Obviously, um, my husband was was near me, and we were we were in shock, and we cried a lot. And we, you know, at the beginning, everyone asked, "Why, why me? Why, why it's happening? Why, why now?" I mean, you know, all of these questions where where you cannot find answers, and it's really really annoying. But I realized that the only thing I could do is like accepting this, try to stay positive because I I do believe that mind is like really important in this fight, and then to fight. And you know, just just do it day by day, and and that's what we did. Just try to survive day by day. And actually, what was more shocking that um, so this therapy is a, is a cancer treatment protocol for children and for young adults, and it has three parts. The one, uh, the first two is actually almost like eight months, and. 
And what is was, the name of that type of what is the name of the therapy you're under right now? Oh, it's an ECOG four one zero three, I think. I'm not hundred percent sure about that. Um so it has three three cores. Um, the third one is a maintenance therapy called maintenance therapy, which lasts for like one and a half, two years. And that's what I was supposed to start on a Monday. Uh, but instead of that, I was admitted to the hospital because um, after the second course, uh, there was a bone marrow biopsy to see, you know, that everything goes well. And I had to go to the clinic and my oncologist said that it seems like another type of leukemia relapsed. Um, and that was when, when I was really in shock. When I'm like, you know, like, how can it happen? I mean, I, I, I already did like eight months of treatment. I, I really like experienced like all the ups and downs of this, I, uh, of everything. And now I have to start again. And now I have another leukemia. I mean, how can it happen? And, and how, how can I fight for that? So before the admission, I, I got four days to, to be at home and prepare, you know, and, and everything. And then on the first day, they repeated the bone marrow biopsy. And two days later, they were just hours from starting the chemotherapy when my oncologist came in and he stopped the process because the repeated bone marrow biopsy looked way better. Mm. And it seemed that um, the biopsy was the first biopsy where we thought uh, I have a relapsed leukemia was just made in a time when those immature um, cells called myeloblasts were in a growing process. So they usually go from an immature um, cell to a mature white blood cell. And that's when we call them, when they were still in that immature phase. So the second one, which was like 10 days later, they already became mature ones. So, you know, everything seemed better. So he so stopped the process. Right? Isn't that something? Like you here, the blood is in the immature process. And it demonstrates one thing, but 10 days later, those, those cells matured and now it looks completely different. Exactly. It's, it's, it's unbelievable. And also a miracle. I, I feel that, you know, so I was discharged from the hospital and we waited one week till all the detailed results came back from the biopsy, you know, all the gene mutations and like forms and everything of the cells. And we also waited for my blood numbers. Uh, to see if there, you know, for example, if the white blood cells like spiking, that means that probably I have uh, another leukemia. So we waited one week. I hope that no one ever has to go through this because because that was crazy. And one week later, all the detailed results came back positive. I mean, negative, meaning that everything is, you know, positive and I don't have like um, AML and all my blood numbers were great. So it seems that... <laughs> Um, that miracles can happen, you know, and even if I was totally shocked and like, um, like, yeah, I, I, I cannot even say it's like an emotional roller coaster. I feel it's way more than that. And, um, and, and yeah, so now it seems everything is okay. And I will go to the clinic tomorrow from a, for another blood test. And hopefully like one or two weeks later, we can start that, that maintenance uh, therapy for my first diagnosis. 
Oh, that's amazing. That's amazing. You know, and I, I hope, I hope that that takes, that's the road that you go on, right? You know, these scares, I mean, it's already enough to go through it, to be shocked, to go through eight months of treatment. And then, you know, again, feel like, oh my goodness, everything we've worked for didn't work. Right. So I'm so happy to hear that. Thank so you so much. Yeah. So Anna, how, how are you getting your strength? Right. Because I think for anyone that's listening out there, you know, going through this and thinking, oh my God, how am I going to have the strength to fight this? Where does your strength come from? Where, where are you getting that? Um, definitely from my husband and my, my family. Um, where's your, I have, where's your family? Sorry? So, uh, my sister is in Florida right now and my parents are in Hungary and they were supposed to visit me. Like, you know, we were talking about that for in like every week when they should come, but most of the time in these eight months, I was like neutropenic, which means that I don't really have immune system. So, you know, I'm, I'm totally like, I mean, it's totally risky um, to meet with people, to be in crowd, to go anywhere because of, of uh, potential re- uh, infections. So we decided that, you know, thanks to FaceTime, we can see each other every day. We can talk. Um, and that's more important than, than risk an infection. I actually got an infection, probably a food poisoning in July, and that was two weeks, and it was the worst two weeks in my life. Wow. That was really crazy. Worse than the treatments. Absolutely. I mean, I, I, it was actually like a severe diarrhea, and I got dehydrated. I had to go to the hospital for eight days. Uh, my electrolytes crashed. I thought I'm, I'm going to die. Uh, it was it was scary and I had really like a bad time. I couldn't eat anything for like 10 days. I lost almost 20 pounds in like a week. I was very weak, you know. I I I could barely walk. So so it was it was really crazy. So yeah, so so half of them is is in the country, half of them in back in Hungary. And when the time comes and when it will be safe, they will they will visit me immediately. For sure. But it's them, right? And that's your support group. And talk, talk to us about how that helps you and strengthens you to continue continue on as support group. Yeah. So first of all, you know, I just love them so much. And, and I always felt in my whole life that they were here for me. You know, they supported me. Um, and also that I could just move to my husband a year ago. So I was like, I, I want to experience everything with him. I want to love him as, you know, uh, until I'm like a hundred year old. And I also really love life and I love living. And I was like, I'm 34. It's it's not the end. Um, and also I feel like I kind of have to like work for everything in my life, you know? So, so probably that, and maybe, maybe also sports. Maybe they also had, but but mostly my my family and all the love around me, which is which is amazing. Yes, you know it's 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 important, right, Anna? I tell everyone, being able to have a support group is so important because it gives you the strength to move forward. They give you the hope, you know, to hold on to, right? And it sounds yeah. like my family does that. Absolutely, and you know, um, 
as I said, I'm I'm very active on social media, and I I had a chance to meet or talk with like other cancer patients or survivors, and I felt that it's it's really useful and. Um, and they are also loving and they know what you are going through because exactly, I mean, even if you tell, even if your caregiver is, is with you 24-7, really those can understand it who, who went through it. So I think that's also very important that there is an amazing community out there from all over the world who you can, you know, connect and talk and just discuss some symptoms or how they are or what they, you know, suggest you, what makes it easier if there is anything. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I do believe this is very important. Yes. And what have you found that makes things easier for you as you go through this process? Um, I think positivity for sure. And what I realized which is very hard sometimes because you know you you have you don't have appetite or you are nauseous uh, or you're actually your your taste changed. But what I realized that um, the chemo side effects can be handled easier if you drink a lot and if you eat a lot. So that's that's what I realized. Which is again, it's very hard or or maybe impossible sometimes. But um, for example, for my induction phase, which was the first phase phase when I spent like 37 days in the hospital, I, I could eat a lot and I could drink a lot of water. So, so that definitely helped with the side effects. Um, and, you know, there are like little tricks that how can you change the taste of a food or, or if smells bother you that don't be in the kitchen while, you know, while someone makes you food or stuff like that. It's like very tiny things, but they can really help. Yes. Yes. You know, and you hear that, you know, over the years I've heard, you know, your smell, it changes and, and the things that irritate you and, and mm-hmm. make you make you feel nauseous. And just the taste, you know, the chemotherapy sometimes changes the taste of food. Right. And so trying to find something that you want to eat that is even palatable. Right. Absolutely. Uh, for example, it's really interesting because I really love sweets and chocolate before my diagnosis, but since then I, I cannot eat them. I, I just don't like it. And I started to like really like salty foods, you know, and there were weeks when I was living on mashed potatoes and, and uh, chicken soup, because that was the only two things I could, I could somehow swallow, Yeah, you know? So yeah, it's, it's, it's really interesting. Yeah, for sure. You know, the Anna we have in front of us now, you know, this is a warrior Anna. You know, you're still you're still going through, you know, the treatments now of, of uh, kind of uh, what they call that um, remission treatments or. Yes. Just, yeah. So you're going through that now. What is the Anna? How do you see life differently now, Anna, in comparison to the Anna before the diagnosis? What's mm-hmm. different about you? Um, I think I have a totally new perspective on life. and. You know, I I always took everything for granted, so I I never saw that I will have like a, a life threatening sickness I have to fight for. I was always like, yeah, the, the next day I will just wake up and I can do whatever I want. So you know, I I realized that it's really important to enjoy life and to appreciate the small things. And I feel in the last uh, few weeks I was able to go for a walk and. I cannot tell you how how I loved it and and how I felt free 
you know and I was like like a little kid that oh my god the grass is green and it's so beautiful and I don't know there's a creek there and and everything which was like you know like default it's not that anymore because you can never know. And I, I remember when I spent that 35, uh, 37 days in the hospital, I didn't have fresh air. I couldn't see people out there. I couldn't see anything. So after getting out, I'm like, oh, my God, sunshine. Oh, my God, I feel wind, you know. And so so I, I really think that I will appreciate more the small things and that I will never take anything from for granted because, because it's it's not. And it can happen to anyone. No matter how healthy you are, no matter what you are doing in life, it can just happen. Yeah. You know, I think all of us, you know, sometimes we take life for granted, not understanding um, how life can change in an instant, you know, and um, you sharing with us, it really helps us to really to reflect back on that and what's really important, right? Yeah, absolutely. And, and I just realized that, you know, I, I stressed a lot. I used to stress a lot and overthink every, everything, but I realized that health is the most important because you cannot do anything if you are not healthy, you know? Um, so yeah. And I, and I realized that I would like to, you know, say no more and to be a little more selfish and to spend as much time with my loved ones as I can. Yeah. Because I, I, yeah. That's the important stuff in life. I love it. So you're a newlywed here. So, you know, let's, let's switch the gears a little bit. So tell me, you know, what is, what is some of the favorite things that you and your husband value together now? Um, so we do like eating and dining in and, you know, like um, try new foods and new restaurants. Um, thanks God in Colorado, there are, tons of types of restaurants and really good foods and really good breweries. So we really like to do that. And we really um, like outdoor activities. So like, you know, hiking, mountain biking, uh, running, walking, um, winter sports and, and like everything which is outdoors, you know, in the nature. Um, and unfortunately we, we had to like, you know, delay all of this <laughs> for a while because, um, because it just couldn't happen. Sure. You know, and it's nice now, right, Anna? You have the strength to go out on these walks. You have the strength and your immune system is up now where you can go to these restaurants, right? Absolutely, yeah. I, I mean, you know, I still wear masks in everywhere. Uh, still the disinfection, hand sanitizer is my my best friend <laughs> wherever I go. And um, and I don't go to, to crowded places. I don't go inside in a restaurant just on the I eat on the patio and um actually yesterday was the first time when I went to a grocery store um this year which was like amazing you know um so I try to I try to be safe and that's my priority you know to to not to um to just finish this treatment and and be as healthy while I'm doing it as possible and then I can go back to life <laughs> like as I lived before yeah with a different perspective though, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So, you know, like physically, probably I will do the things I did before, but not mentally. That's, yes. that's, that has totally changed. Yes. You know, Anna, tell us a little bit about, you know, some of the values you've learned um, growing up 
with your family that you now realize and, 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 and value now, right? Yeah, so also the most important that I, I'm coming from a very loving and supporting family. And so like, you know, relationships with, with people who are really close to me, that's, that's really important. And I kind of learned that I have to work for everything. Um, and, um, and, and I learned, especially in the last like 10 years being with my sister a lot, who is, who is very optimistic and positive. So I learned from her how to be, how to be that. And I think these are the things which, which really helps me to go through this journey. Yeah, yeah for sure. You know, it's nothing like family, huh? I think so. Yeah. 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 And, and, um, I'm very, yeah, I, fortunately my, my husband's parents and, and his sister and our niece is also amazing and they did everything to support us, um, in this journey. So I, I, I couldn't be more grateful for them. They, they are, all of them are so amazing and I feel so, so lucky. Yes. We, 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 and we encourage that, you know, for those that are listening and we're able to hear what Anna is saying, that support group, your family, those values that you've learned uh, growing up, they come back to serve you as an adult. And you can see that, especially in some of the most trying times we go through in life. And so we thank you, Anna, for, for sharing that and to help us to see, you know, a support team, the family, and those that are supporting around us, the friends, are always amazing. You know, you just don't know who's going to show up, you know, and when they do, it's, it's, an, it's a, a wonderful feeling. Absolutely. And, you know, I would tell to our cancer patient who doesn't have that kind of supportive family or team around us that don't, don't be afraid to reach out to cancer patients on social media or, or cancer survivors and also to organizations. Um, there are amazing ones. Um, who can help and who also helped me. And, and I'm so grateful for them too, because what they, they are doing is just, is just amazing. Yeah. And, and yeah, like I said, I think it's very important not to do it alone. And we are, all of us are in, in this together. Absolutely. And Anna, speaking of that, you know, you, you also have a GoFundMe page, right? On social media. So talk to us a little bit about that. Yeah. So you know, like all the medical bills and all the, all the, um, um, yeah, medical bills are, are just nuts. And I mean, you know, like the insurance here and, and all of this kind of stuff is like very complicated, but also like not. So I feel that it's not, it's not enough that cancer patients have to go through this, but they probably will have a doubt depth in all of their life. So that's why my sister-in-law um, um, made a, a GoFundMe page for us. So if you know any anyone feel that they can help, uh, they helped us. Um, and and that's 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 amazing. Yeah. That's amazing. You know and so thank you. Thank you for everyone who who helped us. Oh yeah Anna. You know it's one of the things here it, Medical, it's a, it's a cost for sure. And those bills add up quickly. And so it's not only that you're trying to fight, you know, 
a horrific disease like cancer, but you also have to deal with the financial burden that's on top of that. So, you know, I want to make sure that I have mentioned that the GoFundMe, uh, Anna, you can find her on social media and uh, we'll be uh, tagging each tagging her on all the posts uh, that we, we release of her episode. And so, yes, and I will make sure we do our best uh, to keep you supported. Okay. Thank you so much. Yeah. It can be very overwhelming, you know, to not just fight and, and do all of these treatments, but, but to also have like a tons of yeah. bills <laughs> coming in. So Anna, your outlook, how do how, how does your, your medical team now feel looking at, uh, the progress you're made, and how do you, how how does that their outlook and your hope give you a, a brighter look in the future? So, I have an amazing team. Um, I'm working with the Colorado Blood Cancer Institute and the Presbyterian St. Luke's Medical Center here in Denver, and they are amazing. And my doctor. Uh, uh, my oncologist, Dr. Marcello Rota, he's actually Italian, um, so almost a neighbor, <laughs> but he's amazing. And, and he told me the first time that, that this, this um, diagnosis is it's curable. It's not just treatable, it's curable. And um, everything looks like very positive because after the induction phase, after that um, 37 days in the hospital, I immediately reached remission. Um, so that really indicated that, that the treatment is working. And it seemed that I don't need a, a bone marrow transplant, which is also a, a, an amazing thing. When I had that second diagnosis, like a, not even a month ago, uh, we should, I, will, I will need the, the transplant. But thanks God, I, it seems I don't. I mean, you know, never say never with a, with a blood cancer because it can happen anytime. Um, but right now, everything seems good. And actually I, I had tons of side effects, but not like crazy ones. I only had one infection. Um, so I, I kind of like, I feel, I think I feel lucky. And, and the doctors also feel that, that everything went how it, how it should. And, you know, all the, all the side effects, what happened was really, I mean, it's, a, it's, you know, that's, that's what they were waiting for. Yes. That's good. That's that's always positive news and, and, and a great outlook, right? Something yeah. to hold on to, like, you know, and, and hope, being able to have on hope, having something that you look forward to, uh, something that you lean upon, and whether that's your faith, whether it's your family, um, it's good to have something that can motivate you to continue to moving forward. Absolutely. And, and you know, what I learned is that that hope is, is, um, is stronger than fear. Mm -hmm. So, so yeah, I, I, uh, I try to, you know, like think about that and, and see that, that, okay, it's curable. I can do it. I, I was shocked. And, uh, you know, when he told me that it will be like a three year treatment and uh, I saw that it will be like half a year. And then after that, I can, I can forget about it. And when he told me, it's like, it will be like three years. And I'm like, Oh my God, I've, how 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 will I able to do that? But I try to focus on that. It's it's curable, and I'm I'm gonna you know fight it and and beat it. Absolutely. And you 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 are a warrior, and we support you for sure. And I, and thank you so much for coming. 
But before we let you go, I always ask this and I say, Anna, what would you like our listeners to know? What would it be a message that you want to give to them that they can take away? Um, uh, yeah, that's a good question. And I would say, I would ask everyone to go for yearly checkups. And if they feel that something is odd, something doesn't feel okay. And if they have symptoms, go immediately to their doctors, because it's really important, you know, to, to, to have a diagnosis as early as possible. And it's easier to, to beat it. So yeah, that's, that's what I would, I would ask anyone, everyone. Go get your checkup, everyone. Annual yeah. checkup, super important. Health is wealth. That's what we say here, you know. Exactly. Anna, we want to thank you so much for joining us on All Talk Oncology. It's been a pleasure of having you. And thank you for sharing your journey and your experience. Thank you so much, Kenny. And thank you for having me. And, and good luck for, for everyone who have to have to deal with this. Thank you. Thank you. So again, I want to thank everyone who tuned in today. Here's where you will find up-to-date cancer discussions with industry experts and leading professionals that can help you in your cancer fight. You are not alone in this. We are in this together. I'm your host, Kenny Perkins, a.k.a. The Cancer Guy. And until again, I'm out.